Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. <laughs> The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post on the 2nd of January. This is the most repetitive year so far, 02012020. Today is World Introvert Day, so let's all throw surprise parties for our office introvert, thereby utterly ruining their day. Welcome to The Last Post, our regular guest contributor and famously political comedian Nish Kumar, fresh off his failed television show, his successful television show, and his Nude with Nish interview show. Welcome, Nish. Hello, Alice. How are you? I am very well. I'm very (laughs) excited to be in this new year, 2020. 2020. I feel like it's all going to be good. It's already going well. In our headline section, a small group of rebels on the human colony on Mars are pushing for a vote on Earth's sovereignty, firing tea into space. More news on that in about 300 days when the post arrives from Mars. The Australian government launches a post-festive season safety plan to mitigate danger on the country's roads after a year when the festive season safety plan reduced road deaths by a significant amount. Why can't it be Christmas every day? Corbyn has announced that post-retirement he will be launching his new home business of putting impractical but principled political statements on tea towels, and he's also engaged on a speaking tour of yeshivas where he will give long non-apologies to the Jewish citizens of the United Kingdom for not stamping out the anti-Semitism which definitely didn't happen in the Labour Party. That section in the pit. Before our top story, it's time for some classified ads. In the wanted section, we have an office ass wanted. You will assist in the day-to-day ruining of the team, seeking someone with body odour, no respect for personal boundaries, and a vendetta against hope. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The Last Post. And our top story this week, UK politics. Well, it's uh, it's been another exciting week uh, in yet another exciting year in UK politics uh, as the British public votes to not just leave Europe, uh, but to leave the continent of Europe. And uh, <laughs> there, there will be a dis- further discussions on a vote uh, about whether we strap rockets to the bottom of England and launch it into space. And there will be people, <laughs> Alice, who say things like, I don't think we should launch England into space. Yeah, they would say and that. And to those people they? I say, you are talking the country down and you <laughs> should be talking it up into space. Into space? What, why not? Nicola Sturgeon, the SNP's leader, has proposed a second referendum on Scottish independence, suggesting that moving forward Scotland will no longer be imprisoned in its union with England and so they're going to begin by sawing Scotland off the part of Se- England. Seems like a per- positive first step. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a positive first step. Just hack along Adrian's wall. Yeah, that's the way. That's uh, Just use it as a... As a what do you call it? It's a weak point, right? Hadrian's Wall? Is it a weak point? I don't know. Just put a wedge in and <laughs> start hammering down. Are you suggesting Hadrian's Wall is essentially the sort of wall equivalent of one of those dotted lines with a little picture of scissors on it? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what Hadrian's Wall is. I mean, Hadrian had some odd opinions. Wasn't he the one who took elephants over the mountains? Was he? I don't know who that was. I get, I get a lot of my Roman information from the film Gladiator. So unless he was the guy that sent the tiger after Russell Crowe, I'm afraid I'm shit out of luck. Well, even uh, even though Scotland's talking about leaving, uh, the Liberal Party in Australia is suggesting that perhaps Australia will fully rejoin the United Kingdom, saying, uh, we still have the Queen on our money, we're basically halfway back already, and citing millennials moving back in with their parents as a political precedent. <laughs> Come on back, Australia. We've yeah. already taken your daytime shows. Yeah, we've. I mean, we've taken your side. We watched The Bill and you watched Neighbours. We're basically... Did you really watch The Bill in Australia? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, when I say we, I wasn't allowed to watch television as a child, but sure. I, knew, I knew of The Bill. That seems like a very strange one. Of all of our shows, The Bill seems like an odd one for you to get. I mean, it's the core of English principle, right? <laughs> Isn't it? I don't know anything about England. <laughs> so what other news has been happening in British politics this week, Nish? Well, uh, Labour have announced that they will uh, resolve their ongoing leadership dispute with a fight to the death. Uh, Emily Thornberry, <laughs> Keir Starmer and Rebecca Long-Bailey will be armed with swords and uh, they will stand uh, in the middle of the party conference... <laughs> And the winner, whoever emerges uh, undead, will be the leader of the Labour Party. And whoever's corpse died the most recently will be the deputy. I in mean, a sort of weekend at Bernie's politics situation. I mean, it can't be worse than it is now. And at last, the classical education provided by places like Eton will finally come to fruition. <laughs> we had to do maths and fencing. Why not use that in the political system? Yeah, it's been, you know, it's... A lot of people say it's an impractical education, but who's laughing now? Well, I mean, it's the 2nd of January. Do you feel like this year is going to be a good year for British politics or a bad year for British politics? Well, I think this might be the last year of British politics. Um, If you (laughs) look at some sections of the Conservative Manifesto, they're essentially sort of saying, 
look, one of the things that we want to do is sort of stamp out this sort of pesky interference. And by pesky interference, what they really mean is parliamentary democracy. And it has been getting in the way of Boris Johnson. And all he ever wanted, Alice, was just to be prime minister and to not have to do any work. And why is that? And affairs. Those are the only things he wanted to do. And to have an unquantifiable number of children. (laughs) He wanted to have a Wikipedia baffling (laughs) number of children. (laughs) And why will people not let him do that? And I think this is going to be the year that they finally go, you know what? We've had enough. Leave means leave. And what we're leaving is democracy. (laughs) Well, if everyone votes to destroy democracy, does that count? It's a very difficult situation, isn't it? It's like what we've essentially voted for is the possibility of not having to vote again. And given the catastrophically low turnout in all of our elections, I would say (laughs) we probably have this coming. Why can't we just vote via angry tweet? (laughs) The left wing would win every time. People really want to introduce computer-based voting. And I understand that, you know, if you can do sort of all your banking and all this kind of stuff, but we can't keep anything safe on the internet. That's also true. <laughs> you can't you can't buy groceries without your credit card being used by someone in China. So why I I just feel like it's there's something catastrophically unsafe about the whole thing. And also it'll probably end up the voting software will probably be provided by Facebook and we'll end up electing <laughs> Adolf Hitler's corpse. On the bright side, we'd find out all the people who pretend to be left-wing but actually vote Tory. That'd be handy. Oh, well, that's also, yeah. I mean, I do feel like maybe we should reintroduce the unsecret ballot. (laughs) Yeah. Make people accountable for their choices. Wear your (laughs) on your sleeve. (laughs) That was a rejected Boris Johnson political slogan. Obviously, it's January the 2nd. It is January the 2nd. And we now know that Donald Trump has been super impeached. He actually invented a new category of impeachment (laughs) because what he did was so bad that mere impeachment did not cover it. Well, all of that came out when uh, Donald Trump's burn book was released. (laughs) After the FBI broke into his school locker that he insisted on having in the White House for no apparent reason. (laughs) He, He is one of the few people that sided with Regina George in Mean Girls. Yeah, this is what you think. I mean, you think the things he has said in public are bad. You, <laughs> wait till you read some of these burn books. <laughs> he, listen, if you elect an insult comic president, you are, <laughs> you know, you're going to get burned. <laughs> it was weird that he celebrated New Year by standing on the White House lawn and firing machine guns in the air. Yes, particularly strange that he shouted, I don't need a reason while he was doing it. <laughs> What we've come to expect. It feels like just by saying that, he was at least acknowledging he did need a bit of a reason. (laughs) Moral relativism (laughs) reaches its ultimate outcome. Now, of course, we have our letters to the editor section, and you feel free to comment on these, Nish. Uh, This one is from Mildred Ganglion in north-east Southerton. She says, Madam, I listened to last week's section on the f***-ups of the year with my eight three-year-old children and they were scandalised at the level of swearing that was generated by your discussion of politics. Politics is the clean art of governance and I particularly didn't enjoy your use of the term retrograde f***-knuckle to refer to my nation's noble leader. Is this the fourth estate we learned about in school? I think not. Kind regards. Uh, How do you feel about that, Nish? She can go f*** herself. (laughs) She can can go f*** herself and she can f*** off with her stupid f*** 
children. <laughs> uh, the next uh, letter to the editor. Uh, Dear madam, please find enclosed 18 pictures of my penis from various angles. <laughs> I hope this missive finds you well. Kind regards, redacted. So that's an interesting thing. It's a man who's willing to tell me, uh, to show me his penis but not tell me his name. <laughs> it's a deeply troubling insight into the mind of that kind of person. I, re- I prefer, uh, I think we should stop calling them dick pigs and refer to them as penile missives. <laughs> I think that's just a classier feel to the whole thing. Yeah, I... Uh, it's one of those odd things where, have you ever got a dick pic, Nish? I've never received a dick pic That's or a sent shame. a dick pic. I, I, don't, I can't think of anything I want to photograph less than my own penis. <laughs> I See, this is an interesting thing. I get uh, occasional dick pics, but what I get far more often is, because I have this sort of brand of intellectual comedy, I get a lot of people uh, sending me a dick pic in the context of them wondering whether they should send me a dick pic. <laughs> Like quite deep philosophical musings on the appropriateness sort of the of dick existential pic. dick pic. <laughs> so I mean, that is a penile missive. Yeah, it absolutely is. I get very long, and I'm like, I'd rather, I'd rather not. Where do they? Where do you get them? Like, as in, to your like, uh, to my website or via Twitter DMs right, yeah, right. or uh, on my Facebook fan page, all sorts of things. <laughs> it's exciting. It's it's surprising how many avenues men will attempt to insert a penis through. <laughs> also, <laughs> I. Any the, holes a goal. A decontextualized penis is one of the most repellent things you could possibly see. I find that just just sending the the penis is. I know it's. I'm not its target market, but it is a fundamentally unattractive part of the human body. I feel that it it speaks to a deep lack of self confidence on the part of men in general that they feel that this is the best part of them <laughs> that they have to offer. <laughs> Check out the old baby maker. It's like, oh no, I'm sure you have better things to offer than this. I just, has that ever worked? I mean... Is there is there someone out there who was like, you, we met because she was a comedian on the television and I <laughs> sent her a picture of my penis and now we're getting married. <laughs> there's just, there's no examples of that story. What are these men aspiring to? Who is their role model? If you are someone out there who has received uh, a dick pic and it's ended up in a healthy <laughs> relationship, please email us at the last post at somethingelse.com. <laughs> That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much, Nish Kumar. No problem. Have you got anything to plug? Yeah, let's plug my new uh, workout line. <laughs> <laughs> get, get jacked with Nish. <laughs> The Last Post is a production of The Bugle with something else. Executive producer is Christopher D. Skinner and it is hosted by me, Alice Fraser.